0: I'm Hillary, and I'm Sandra. Coming up on the Quick and the Dirty podcast, we're going to talk to Jeff. Jeff is a cuckold. Jeff likes to watch.
1: <laughs> Not sure what the term cuckold means. Well, we're going to get right into it. Basically, he likes to set up his lover with other lovers and and watch them love. <laughs> There's
0: a lot of loving with a cuckold, eh? <laughs>
2: The Quick and the Dirty Podcast with Hillary Welch and Sandra Plagakis.
1: So, Sandra, I think we're all making adjustments this year to our Thanksgiving plans with our family because it's just not wise. You got to be careful, right? So a lot of Thanksgiving traditions getting canceled.
0: But are there a few that you're like not so sad are getting canceled? Oh, Hillary, I don't care. <laughs> you're, you're talking to someone who is still going to have turkey and who's still going to be drunk. So for me, it doesn't matter. What about you? <laughs> well, for me, I'm like actually really excited that you get to have all the food without all
1: of the family. Like, you love your family, but it gets complicated around the holidays because we all have so many feelings.
0: Uh, I am very um, wise to the world of family drama. You could say, and I'm at that point now in my age, in my situation that, um, I literally don't engage. I just, I'm the first one to be drunk and I stop talking pretty early in the night. So I have to say I'm, I'm safe. I have a feeling that you're not there yet. <laughs> am I right? Well, we've
1: decided to do a bit of an outdoor shindig, just, uh, the people in our close bubble who are in our original bubble, but no one's allowed inside the house, which I am super excited about about because one of my favorite Thanksgiving traditions is rage cleaning right before family comes over. (laughs) So you can pretend that you live in a
0: clean house all the time. Yeah, but everything's secretly under something or on the second floor. Right. Like, don't you fucking own open anything. (laughs) Don't you dare. Don't you fucking look upstairs. (laughs) Don't you dare go up those stairs.
1: (laughs) The other tradition I'm not sad about is the stress freakout. Either my mother or I have one of these every year, where you're like just nervous about family coming over and the potential for family drama. It hasn't even started yet, and then you realize you just created it.
0: It's like you're you're actually the drama, right? Right. So would you get the stress when you're cooking, and then you just start thinking, "Oh my god, okay, I have to do this, this, and this," and it's because of all the things that you have to do when you're hosting.
1: It's usually before family even arrives because I'm worried about my judgy mother. The other thing that I'm looking forward to not having is uh, that one family member that has one too many glasses of wine, maybe two, and starts telling all the other family members what
0: they really think about them. (laughs) Oh, those are the best, don't we all? We love that family member. And about 10 years ago, Hills, I was almost, almost that family member. I had had it had it with my sister-in-law she is not a nice lady she is i would have to say of all the people in the world i would have to say not now now i don't think about her at all but back then she was my least she's you know i'm completely indifferent towards her but back then i just i didn't like her i thought she i just don't think she's a nice person and i remember it was thanksgiving actually um and i had too much to drink and my husband my husband saw me And he literally looked at me like, don't, I know what's about to happen. I came very close to just blurting out the C word. I was like, I'm going to say it out loud and I'm going to say you are a C word and I'm going to see what happens. I was ready to do it. I was, (laughs) I was ready to just fire it. And I remember my husband had seen the look in my face and just gave me a look. And I'm like, I better not. (laughs) I'll just have another glass of wine and shut up. And I'm glad I didn't because, you know, in the end, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, she goes to bed every night and she knows she's a C word. So she doesn't need need me to tell her. (laughs) Can I just say that
1: I love that we can talk about all sorts of things on this podcast. We're talking about a guy who loves watching his girlfriend fuck other people today. But you cannot say the C word on this podcast.
0: We have talked about a lot of things on the podcast, but I don't think we've ever really ventured into the world of cuckolding until today. Uh, Hillary's laughing because she knows I love the word cuckold.
1: But you also sound incredibly uncomfortable saying it.
0: Cuckold. <laughs> well, we are really excited to welcome today's guest who calls himself a cuckold. Please welcome Jeff the Cuckold. <laughs> Welcome, Jeff. How's it going today?
2: It's going great. How about you guys?
0: Good. Good. Do you enjoy the word cuckold as much as I do, Jeff?
2: (laughs) I do. It's it's kind of a turn on. I like it. And, (laughs) And then you can also shorten it and just say cuck.
0: Okay. Ooh,
1: that's sexier. Yeah, absolutely. So Jeff, I imagine being a cuckold, there is a bit of a spectrum on what that means. Can you do like a sort of overview of what the term means and then where you sit in that term?
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There is a big spectrum. Um, And then, you know, frankly, there's even, I guess, a bit of um, discussion a.k.a. controversy almost amongst people who consider themselves cuckolds. Um, You know, I I think for the purist, it means um, husband and wife, and uh, wife uh, will cheat on the husband, um, you know, on her own volition, and and basically he just accepts that and goes along with it. Um, But then there's various other spectrums of, uh, you know, Really, the one that I'm on, I, I guess I'll speak to, is that um, I just enjoy watching a woman that I am involved with and care about and think highly of um, be with other men. Um, that's a huge turn on for me. And so some people will call that a kink and not quote unquote true cuckolding. Um, but at the end of the day, it's, um, you know, the broad term is um, people in a committed relationship, the woman having sex with other men and the men. The, the man remaining faithful or monogamous so to speak.
0: Oh, oh, I didn't realize that the guy was in the, I thought it worked both ways meaning that, you know, he he watched his wife get off with other dudes, but that, you know, he got a shot at it too at some point in their relationship.
2: Yeah, I mean that's more swinging, I guess. Right. So, I got yeah, it. A true cuckold is uh is the wife is, you know, is promiscuous so to speak and and the husband is not or the girlfriend, boyfriend, or whatever you would call yourself in a partnership.
1: And so, Link, what kind of, I'm going to use the word kink, but what kind of kink kind of surrounds that for you? I'm sure it's different for every couple. I'm sure some couples uh, like to watch their partner have sex. Some, I'm sure there's a little bit of domination at some point. Where do you sit in that?
2: Sure. Uh, kind of all over the place. <laughs> um, <you> know,
1: <laughs> Wherever it's fun?
2: <laughs> right. You know, I, I, I'm kind of a voyeur at heart, and, you know, and I think everybody is to a, a small degree. So yeah, I'm going to guess that maybe a very high percentage, I, I'll just throw out a percentage, 70 or 80 percent of men actually fantasize about this and think about it. Um, most are way too insecure to actually go through with it. Um, but I think most men actually fantasize about it because men are voyeurs. And, um, you know, so number one, I'm a voyeur at heart. So that's, that's definitely part of it. Um, another part of it is I think that, um, or I know that watching a woman orgasm is my absolute highest kink or fetish or thrill. Um, I mean, it's just amazing to me. And then, um, you know, it's, it's so much more intimate when it's somebody that I know and somebody that I've been with and spent time with and, um, shared things with to watch her do that. Um, and then for me, there's also some there's a trust issue. Like to me, it takes a lot of trust to do that both ways. Um, generally in my relationships, I will select the men that, um, whoever I'm, I'm dating at the time, um, is with. And, um, there's a lot of trust because generally, uh, they just trust me and, and go with it. Um, it's not a person that they need to meet and vet themselves. Um, you know, it's great if they want to go out for for dinner or coffee or something of that nature. But um, it, very rarely is it. No, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be with that guy. It's uh, if you would like me to be with that guy, then I'm gonna do it. Um, and, and then just sexually promiscuous women in general turn me on. And you know, promiscuous is kind of has has a derogatory term, and I use that a lot, um, but I don't mean it as derogatory. I almost wish I had a, a different way to phrase it, maybe just adventurous, um, confident, um, something of that nature. But I mean, that's just a major turn on for me.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, I know what you mean, Jeff. She's good to go. <laughs> or, or as they say on Jersey Shore, DTF. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Totally DTF. I, I get that uh it's, yeah. wow, where do I start about this? Can I just say one thing you you say that you mm-hmm. really enjoy watching a woman orgasm can I say we enjoy orgasming as well <laughs> yes. it's
1: like-, like if every woman could have a boyfriend like you <laughs> right I mean <laughs>
0: I mean really
1: <laughs> uh now interesting hearing you talk about this because I think I always. think about these relationships in terms of power and who holds the power in the relationship. So when I thought about cuckolding and the idea that you as the male like to see your partner with other people and being promiscuous, I always assumed that she held the power. But if you're choosing the partner, there's still power on your side and you're encouraging that. So how does that work in a cuckold relationship? Like who does hold the power?
2: Yeah, that's a good question. And I think that goes back to your, the spectrum of cuckolding. I think some people uh, would like to believe that um, the woman holds all the power and the man is humiliated and, you know, doesn't have a say. And then sometimes you'll have chastity thrown in where the woman will lock up the man in chastity. Um, you know, the way that I like to experience it is, I mean, it's I think the power is equal, and I just think it's trust. The trust is there, so um, you know it's it's something that, in, it, you know, hopefully we both enjoy. And of course, that's generally always going to be the case. I, I don't engage in things that that is not um, pleasurable to both people because then it's not even fun for me. Like I don't get, I don't need power in a relationship, um, but I, I guess I crave trust there is a big deal with the trust there. It it makes me feel really good um, to know that whoever I'm with trusts me that much. And I guess that's a form of a power of power, but any of these other kind of BS power plays of, um, you know, like for example, I'm not big into anal sex as a guy because I think that's nothing but a power play. Um, (laughs) And I just don't need that. Um, That said, if the girl that I'm with, um, experiences that with another guy, that's a huge turn on for me. So I, I guess I don't know the, the, uh, the conflict there, but there, there is one, but um, yeah, I, th- I think in my relationship, the power is equal.
0: Um, uh, you talk about trust though. Trust is the ultimate form of intimacy though, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is. I think so. Um, and I don't think, you know, I think one of the, I mean, there's a, like I said, there's 15 different reasons I'm attracted to this, but that's definitely one of them. I think just in a lot of cases throughout my life as a child, and I was married for a time, um, I don't know that that level of trust was there, and so I think it's it's really cool, and it's, it is way... It's very intimate, which seems contradictory to watch the woman that you're involved with, with another man, and to call that intimate, but I think it's amazingly...
0: I can- I
1: get it. I mean, you're basically using the guest star like a vibrator, and you're saying, Hey, I found this person who I know is going to just make you go wild, and I know he's going to make you come, and I want to watch you enjoy that. Like, that's hugely intimate.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then I love to, um, oftentimes, I love to hold her hand or kiss her or do other intimate things while she's just so I can really experience it with her. It's, it's amazing.
0: Okay. So you're, you're not married right now. So you've been in multiple relationships after your marriage ended with various Mm -hmm. women. I don't know how many, I'm just, I'm throwing numbers (laughs) out. various women, multiple women, cuckold, you know, I don't know, but uh, how do you, how do you like get into the world of cuckolding, with a new person in your life? Like, you know, it's like, I'll have a wine, I'll have a wine cuckold. (laughs) Like, where does it come in?
2: (laughs) Well, it comes in pretty, it comes in pretty early. So, you know, depending on how I meet people, um, if I were to meet them through FetLife, then it's, it's fairly easy. Um, because it's kind of assumed that there's a kink connection there. Um, if i meet them through other avenues uh you know i bring it up i bring it up pretty early i mean within the first two or three times that we're you know, we hang out together.
0: Right. And, and you um, know, full disclosure, Hillary and I actually found you through FetLife on a FetLife, uh, you know, I, I guess it was a chat room or something like that, or a Life page or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so, I mean, you obviously are surrounding yourself with like-minded people, but I have to say this, Jeff, you, uh, okay. So, you know, again, Hillary and I are sourcing some of our guests through FetLife. And uh, <laughs> we giggle because we're not, you know, Hillary and I. We're not, Hillary. We're not Fet life people, are we? Like no. it's not. This is a new world for us. You know what?
1: I, these days, I'm rather vanilla.
0: Okay. And uh, so, you know, we we're, we we've done the fat life thing so that we can learn more and source guests and so on. But I gotta say, Jeff, you've got a hell of a profile picture. Uh, when I when you responded to my <laughs> open ended question about cuckolding on on a page, I uh, first of all most people on FetLife just basically show their genitals. Like that is mostly what you see. <laughs> I have Hello. seen more 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 hard dicks on FetLife than I've probably seen in my entire life. Uh, and Jeff's laughing. Why don't you tell everybody what your profile pick is, <laughs> chuckling yeah, man?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> It's um, it's one of my favorite things in the world, and I think it kind of goes along with cuckolding as well. Um, it's uh, me giving a woman oral. It's close-up. I'm on my knees.
0: Yes, you are. And uh,
2: <laughs> my head is between her legs, and I am loving every second of it.
0: Yes, you are. And your eyes are barred out to obviously protect you because it's not like— it's almost like this secret community, isn't it? Because most people don't show their faces. Most people are professionals and they have jobs. You don't know, want your bosses yep. on there. Well, and, you,
1: and some asshole is going to come along and try to
0: use it against you, right? So you just have to protect yourself. That's right. Absolutely. So do you find it like, um, like a secret that you have? just Not just being on FetLife, but the cuckold thing too. But I mean, this whole world of yours, does it feel like secret and exciting to you?
2: Yeah. Yeah, Definitely.
0: Because it does Definitely, to me, yeah. when I go on FetLife, and yeah. I don't, again, Jeff, I don't do anything. I have a grainy picture of me smiling. This is as crazy as my, my, my profile picture is. Yeah. It's just a grainy picture. Yeah. Yes. And uh, with my shiny yeah. earrings. That's it. Sandy Beach, if you want to okay. say hello to me on the, bot- <laughs> if you're listening to this, come and find me. Uh, yeah. I don't even know it if still, I have any friends. Turned
2: me on, though. What? I said it still turned me on, though
0: seriously oh w- oh jeff oh do we have a love but it wasn't my genitalia jeff
2: you know i i'm not a fan of just genitalia in your face either i mean i mean
1: you are because that's what your picture is but
2: okay <laughs> No, no. i mean yeah as a picture no i love it I love genitalia in my face. But
0: <laughs> who doesn't? Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, we're I am enjoying Jeff the cuckold. <laughs> okay, can I can I ask you about a humiliation? Because sure. the the little I know, and I'm you're really giving me a lot of insight into uh, cuckolding. I'm starting to understand the psychology. I didn't. I tried not to read too much about it because, again, I I you know I've been married for a hundred years, and I know I don't know shit about shit except this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Like This podcast has opened my eyes to a world of people having really good and fun, adventurous sex, and I need to live vicariously through you. In the one Google search I did on cuckolding, the word humiliation came up multiple times, and you mentioned the word humiliation. Tell me more Uh about that and why humiliation plays into it.
2: Sure, sure. Um, First of all, the phrase, I don't know shit about shit. It should probably be on a t-shirt. <laughs> I, mean, I, think I, would, I think everybody can relate to that. <laughs> so,
0: there's a money-making opportunity. I'm going to write it. that down.
2: <laughs> Humiliation. Yeah, I, I think a big part of me, I think a big part of the fantasy of cuckolding is humiliation. I think that's when people fantasize about cuckolding. And I think that some people role play humiliation. Um, it, it, but I don't know that there's ever, I mean, to me, I don't know that I could have a lasting relationship with, it was all about humiliation. So I think, to me, it's more of a role play scenario. And I do that very um, lightly. Like, I love to hear about um, maybe how good the guy is and how much he's making her come, and maybe that he's better than me. Um, maybe that he's uh, got a bigger dick than me. Um, you know, I, I like, um, one, one girl that I dated for a while, we used to like after, um, she would have sex with the guy and he would leave. She would basically sit on my face again, the genitalia in the face, and I would, I would lick her and she would tell me how good it was and how well he fucked her and things of that nature. Um, so yeah, it, it, depending on the woman I'm with though, sometimes there's no humiliation at all. Not, not even a role play scenario. And then that was kind of the most extreme that I've gotten. Um, but again, I think other people take it to even greater extremes.
1: For sure. Is it hotter? Is the humiliation factor hotter if you've picked the guy or is it l-
0: like lesser.
2: Hmm. I hadn't thought about that. Um. Yeah, I, I think it probably is a little bit hotter if I pick the guy, yeah.
0: Hey, Jeff the cuckold, what happened to you as a child? <laughs> the fuck happened to you as a child that you like to be humiliated? And I mean that, I, 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 I say that she in a She that but in the nicest I, way, but she's saying it like shit. I do mean that in the nicest way possible. But you. you like right. to be humiliated. There's a part of me that feels bad for you, that you want that for yourself.
2: Right. Um, I mean, it, it's fun. It's a fun role play scenario. Like I said, I, I don't know that I could, I don't think it's possible, at least for me to have a relationship based on that, but it, it's a great role play. Um, yeah. I mean, if you want to get into what happened to me as a, be a child, <laughs> I mean, you have to with it.
0: But like, when did you realize that this, like you were down with the cuckolding? When did you realize this was your, know. your thing? Did you have an experience once that made you go, yeah, this is for me.
2: Well, so I mean, I think there were a lot of experiences, Um, and you know, when I was married, I tried to get my wife to do it as well, and it didn't happen. And that's not the reason why we we split. But once we split, I thought, aha, this is my opportunity to finally do this thing that I wanted to do for my whole adult life. Um, I think it's hard to pinpoint a particular instance, but I will tell you that um, you know, when I was in high school, so. Uh, I had two, um, serious girlfriends and they both cheated on me. Um, one, the second one, uh, she was gorgeous. She was a head cheerleader or a cheerleader, but blonde, you know, the whole quote unquote, you know, American girl type, yeah. um, visage, particularly of, of that area, you know, blonde and, and tan and, and all of that. And, um, we dated, but we never had sex. Like she would not let you know, that was her thing. We were not having sex. We were in high school. Um, she would, she did know how like turned on I was. So she would allow me to, um, at the end of our dates in her basement, I can still visually picture all of this. She would allow me to masturbate at the end of the night to kind of take care of myself. And, you know, Maintain my sanity to some level. And so we did. How that giving.
1: For- what a power move, <laughs> though. Yeah, exactly. Good that's for a big her.
0: power move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Poor poor Jeffy had <laughs> She'd be like, there's your jerk off chair.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. Yes, she gave me a little jerk off chair it. in the corner. <laughs> it was the same chair every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she would sit about five or six feet away and watch me.
0: Wow! So she she uh, she was getting off too.
2: Uh, well, I guess so. She was watching. She wasn't actively getting off. But maybe Um, when you left,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. She was putting it in her spank bank for later. No question.
2: Yeah, maybe, probably.
0: Now, do you think that was is that okay? Continue. Sorry, I'm
2: interrupting. Yeah. So we dated for I don't know almost a year, and that's how it happened. And she broke up with me. one day. And then within a couple of weeks, um, I heard about her at a party having sex with a couple of different guys. Um, and like it it was, it hurt and it was somewhat humiliating, but it turned me on a ton as well. And, you know, so maybe that was kind of the beginning.
1: Yeah. I don't know, Jeff, if you knew, this is not only a podcast, it's also public therapy.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. Okay. So. So. You. You recognized that that turn on very very young at uh, as a teenager.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely.
0: And then did you? Con- so once you recognized that you were turned on by it, you start. You obviously started thinking. Okay, I'm onto something here. You started seeking that out.
2: For a while, I did not seek it out because I thought it was, you know, wrong. Like, that's not what a man does, that kind of crap. Um, And yeah, for a long time, I did not. It was, you know, when I was well into my marriage that I, the urge became so much that I wanted to then try to seek it out within my marriage. Um, And we talked about it.
1: And how did you introduce that to your
0: wife?
2: You know, I think I just dove right in. I mean, I think it was, um, you know, during playtime, during sex. Um, but I think I just dove right in. I, I, I talked about it with the therapist for a while, and the therapist is like, hey, you've just, you know, she said, you just got to, you just got to tell her. And um, so I did, and it didn't, didn't go horrible. She didn't recoil and go screaming out of the room. Um, you know, she, quote unquote, considered it, but then ultimately just, could not or would not do it.
0: Is it a deal breaker for you? Now, now it's
2: a deal breaker. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, I bring it up within the first two or three meets and yeah, if it's not a, if it's not something that, it, it, and she doesn't have to decide during the first two or three meets, cause that's a huge decision to make, I think. But if she's not open to it, then we can't see each other. And, and only in one case have, I brought it up um and the woman has seemed to open and then she just couldn't bring herself to do it and so after a couple of months I I told her we couldn't see each other anymore and um yeah that didn't go well she wasn't too happy but um you know it's what I want it's what I crave I guess even I would say
1: Okay Sandra I have to ask you if you were single and someone came up to you and proposed this situation to you how would you feel about it?
0: Ah, uh, hold on, hold on. I, I'm trying to get my because it sounds like a pretty decent deal. I'm just saying that I, yeah, I, I, okay, okay. Let me, let me, let me think of single Sandra. Now we're going back into the, we're going deep into the time machine. Now uh, <laughs> we're rolling back time in the DeLorean. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm. I would be totally open to it, but I don't think I would. I would, one thing I don't think I could ever do is have sex with someone I didn't have an attraction to. Meaning if my partner said, oh, well, I have to choose the person. I'd be like, no, I'm not down with that. I've, I've got to be able to see if we've got something going on. That would be the deal breaker for me. I'd have to want to fuck, I'd want, I have to want to fuck the dude that I'm with. I'm, uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I don't, I, I don't think I could give it up to someone I wasn't like really into. So how does that work for you,
1: Jeff, in your relationships?
2: You know, it's kind of funny, but I've got um, three friends, three guy friends who um, I know well. And so generally they're my go-tos. Occasionally I will uh, seek out somebody that neither of us knows and kind of vet them and and all of that. But I've got three guy friends that um, I've watched fuck, three or four different women you know, that I've seen over the last three years or so that I've known these guys. And um, you know, sometimes it's a one off and then sometimes they really like one of the guys and, you know, it's it's a fairly regular thing. Um so it's easy for me in the sense that I could say, I know these guys, I know them well, I'm friends with them, I consider them friends. Um and so the trust is there in that way. Um, also I, I kind of learn whoever I'm with, what they're into and what they like. And so I know generally uh, how to bring them somebody that I think they would at least be physically into and that they could make um, some sort of intellectual, if not emotional connection with um, in a fairly short amount of time, whether it's 30 minutes before the main event or, you know, they go out, we all go out or just, they go out for dinner or coffee or something. Um, but obviously, again, I'm not into a power play situation at all on my end. Um, in no way, shape, or form do I ever want anybody to be with somebody that they're not into. so um, Or that they don't want to be with. Right. So,
0: so she could pull the plug yeah. on it at any time if she wasn't down with it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And then, and there's no hard feelings. There's no weird passive-aggressive crap. I mean, there's nothing. It's, and that's part of the trust is that they know they can do that. And, you know, no big deal. We'll try again another time, whether it's in three days or three weeks or two months, whatever.
1: My God, your friends must love you. Seriously. <laughs> You're like the pussy provider. Like what the fuck?
2: <laughs>
0: That's true, eh? That is very, very true. Yeah. How long, how long? Okay. Uh, how, oh my God, I love it. Uh, how long have your relationships tended to last if you don't mind my asking, Jeff, I you know, I don't I, and does cuckolding like has is, has it made or bra- does it make you or break you kind of thing in the end?
2: You know, I I, I think neither. I think. Um, well, to first answer to your question, I, to anywhere between three months and a year. Um, and does it make or break? I don't think either. I just think it's if it's a good relationship. Um, you know, it will last. And if it's not, it will, you know, it won't. I mean, it's, just, I think it's just like any other relationship. I don't think it, it, I think it adds to intimacy and it adds to an enhanced sex life, but in terms of how long it lasts, I don't think to me, I don't think it, it factors in to be honest. I mean, obviously for me, it does, but I think in the grand scheme of things, um, you know, I don't think the fact that I've only had a relationship as long as a year tops since I've been divorced means that cuckolding is not a sustainable thing. If that answers your question.
1: So some of your girlfriends, you said they would kind of get into one of your friends or one of the guest stars and there would be like repeat performances of these situations. How does that work for you as the cuckold? Like, how do you know in your head, that you're continuing to bring something to the relationship that someone else can't, like, where does your confidence come from?
2: Hmm, That's a good question. Um, and and I don't know, but I just like, jealousy is just an emotion that I don't have generally. Um, I think the fact that, um, you know, you saw my profile, um, you know, I'm not, I'm fairly well endowed myself. And so, oh, I didn't like dig,
0: I, dig that deep into your profile, but yeah. I will oh, yeah. I will take a, take a look, Jeff. She will now. <laughs> I'll check that out. I'll check that out. Good for you, Jeff.
1: <laughs> um,
2: Good job. So
1: you're well endowed, but what else are you bringing to the table?
2: Um, well, I guess what I was going to say though, is a lot of times a man's sexual confidence comes from that, frankly. And so a lot of people think that cuckolds have small dicks and therefore they want to bring somebody, you know, with a bigger dick in. Um, I guess I guess I just feel comfortable with what I can bring um, and and I feel more than adequate, but I know that there are other people who can bring things that i can't and here's the other thing too i can't I cannot've said this several times, but i don't do the power play stuff I cannot be a dominant figure um, that's just not in my nature i'm very tender and loving and caring. Um, and I think sometimes people, but in this case, women, women that I'm dating, um, need and want something different. Um, and sometimes women want a, a more dominant, firmer, uh, primal, um, type of experience. And, you know, that's just not me. Like I can't make myself do that. And in you know, and then you go all the way, you see all over Life people who like to be tied up and things of that nature. And I mean, I cannot do it. It's not even possible for me to do it. It's, it freaks me out and I feel bad. And
0: you know, well, I know I'd hate, but be guess, I'd hate to be tied up. Cause my fear is every shitty movie in the world where you leave, you know, and I'm just lying right. there going, Bob, <laughs> Bob, where'd you go?
2: <laughs> right. So yeah. Take but, your clothes and your yeah. and everything else. Take a couple of pictures
0: for the internet and off you go. That's right. Uh, So you know what I I find the most refreshing about you, Jeff the Cuckold? Is that uh, you are, you know who you are. And that is very refreshing because there's a lot of men in this world who don't. Even, even as they grow older, they've always done things a certain way and they've never evolved sexually, but you seem to truly understand the psychology of what you do, what you need, what you want, and what you can give to your partner.
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And it's I great, find that yeah. refreshing.
0: I find that very refreshing. Yeah. Um, well, thank you. Yes, well, thank you for taking the time and uh, and coming on the podcast today, Jeff the Cuckold. I will. <laughs> you will now be known by Jeff the Cuckold till the end of time. Oh, till okay. the end of time, like not just Jeff. That's the whole. Part um, of you. We will. We will continue to be friends on Fet Life, and I will continue to uh, watch you as you proceed through your cuckold. Life, and I and will- she will check out your dick pics. By the way, <laughs> I will look at your dick size later if that's okay with you. Uh,
2: it would be wonderful and, yeah, feel, feel free to
0: comment I will come I'll, uh, what should I say I'll go whoa that's what I'll <laughs> <laughs> Jeff we really appreciate you coming on the podcast today thank you so much
2: this episode is over but the conversation doesn't have to be follow Hillary and Sandra on social Instagram at Hillary on air at Sandra kiss 1053 Twitter at Hillary Welch at Sandra kiss 1053 and on Facebook Facebook at Quick and Dirty Podcast. Got a question? Email Hillary and Sandra, thequickandthedirty at gmail.com. Don't forget, you can download the podcast each week to your mobile device to listen offline. Find the Quick and the Dirty on FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com, iTunes, or wherever you download your podcasts.